Welcome to the Rated JG Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Gilly. Thank you all for tuning in. Unique New York. Unique, Unique New York. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. I've got my lovely wife with me here today, Miss Casey. We are going to be bringing another mental health update episode of Just In Case to y'all today. Just In Case. So, this is your first time. This is only, I think, my second time in here with the new studio. Yeah. And we're on the new mic setup and the new computer and all that good jazz. So what do you think? Because you're using the computer for your school stuff too. I like it. Okay. I was looking for a little more in depth. (laughs) I have to to get used to the new keyboard. Why? What's wrong with it? Because I'm used to my little MacBook keyboard that's like nothing. Oh, okay. And there's like my fingers keep getting like tripped up on that new keyboard because the buttons are big and squishy. (laughs) See, I like it like that. I'm not used to the, the Mac type thing i guess i've always been pc but shout out to my cousin matt because he has been a huge help i think that he got it i'm not if i'm not mistaken i think he had his degree in or like a minor in computer science and all that he knows all kinds of stuff he used to build computers for fun and like then he got in competitions and stuff so i was picking his brain about what products to buy and what brands are good and he definitely put me in the right direction here because i love the setup so matt i know you listen Thank you very much. Appreciate it. You're the man. Thank you, Matt. And my little, my webcam's coming in pretty soon too. So you heard it here first. We might be implementing some video into the podcast. Not me. If everything, (laughs) I ain't put my face on there. If everything goes according to plan, I don't know. We'll just see. I'm not. I don't know about like starting a YouTube channel or anything like that. But I'm just saying, like, I get a little crazy. Yeah, maybe. But I still got to learn how to how to edit and all that good jazz because i don't know the first thing about well i barely learned how to do all this recently so whatever that's you got good at it quick though oh that's very sweet sweet. thank you we wanted to come to you guys today or actually more specifically me i'll start out with the same disclaimer that we do for every one of these episodes so if you haven't heard one of these before just full transparency here neither casey nor myself are licensed therapist or psychologist we don't have a degree in any of this we just try to talk from our perspective as a married couple so i'm a doctor of pepper and that's it oh my god <laughs> so casey is the one that has uh, casey's the one uh who has you know it's documented on the show she uh, has depression anxiety she's been diagnosed since a very young age i as the husband do not have those same and i'm really add Yes, <laughs> but I, I don't. I don't have any of those um, mental disorders that she does. But she enjoys talking to you guys about it and putting it out in the open. Uh, we tend to get a lot of really good feedback. So, like I said, you know, we just want to put that disclaimer out there. I never want anybody to think that I'm talking from a perspective of somebody who has it because I don't. Um, and I never want anyone to think that I'm a one size fits all. Even if you have all three things that I have doesn't mean that any advice or any of my stories are cookie cutter relatable to everybody. It's just, it's your own personal journey. And so I just want to put that out there to you. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, we've had really, really good uh, feedback based upon every single one of these episodes that we've done. Um, It all started out as just a outlet for Casey to speak 
to you guys, you know, the audience about like her struggles and her triumphs and just her daily life with all this stuff. Cause I mean, it has a lot, it's ups and downs just like everything else, but hers are a little bit different than y'all's. And, you know, I've been along for the ride since I think you were actually diagnosed whenever we very first got together, like at what, 14? Yeah, I was 14 when yeah. I got my first diagnosis. So there you go. So like I can legitimately say I've been there through most of it. So, <clears throat> but anyways, that, that that's the dis- disclaimer that's out of the way. I wanted to take today's episode to brag on you a little bit. I haven't prompted her on, on this me. at all. Yeah, I haven't. So I, I wanted to, I didn't prep you or talk to you about any of this before. No, I'm nervous. No, it's good. Um, I just wanted to take take a little bit of time and and talk you up because with the changing of the seasons, literally, I mean, it's starting to get hot outside and sun's out a lot more than it has been in, in recent months. Uh, we're kind of coming out of the corona thing, uh, knock on wood. But in the midst of all this, uh, you you admittedly have had a lot of downs. Uh-huh. You know, there's been you know a couple days where you just getting your funk and whatever and you know what that's quite a few we're not gonna we're not gonna dwell on that right now because today <laughs> like i said i wanted to kind of brag on you a little bit um with all of this going on like i said with the changing of the, the seasons and sunshine coming out you have in my mind as somebody who sees you every day you've kind of like turned a page and you've been visibly physically more happy like you have a uh I'm going to use this term lightly because I don't want people to get the wrong impression. You have like a glow about you. No, I'm not pregnant. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, so she's not pregnant. But what I mean is you have like a, I don't know, like an aura around you. Like you're, you're very, you're, you're upbeat. You're smiling. You are um, doing the things that you have told me in the past really help you. And you're doing them without the intention of like oh i'm in a bad place i just need this to help me out and what i mean by that is like from i've been slammed at work i mean i've probably seen you the last week or two like it's been the fewest times that we've had interactions in a while Mm -hmm. but whenever i do see you it's just like it's visible you are you're reading books you're going outside and playing with the dog you're you're exercising like a lot and it's not because of like oh i gotta get my beach body it's just for the endorphin rush you are um like i don't mean this the wrong way like cooking dinner like i mean Mm -hmm. you're like you're up and around you enjoy to like cook and things you haven't been doing a lot in the last couple weeks Mm -hmm. slash months rightfully so you know gloomy weather rain coronavirus can't do anything i just kind of feel like you've been changing and for the better in these last couple of weeks and i wanted to just bring you on here and say am i wrong from getting that impression or did you well oosh magoosh that's all very nice yes i mean that's a move of horror um i don't know i um i think so i ended up having to take another two weeks off of work um and whenever i started so the last time that i had two weeks off work my first week was like super productive super you know energetic like high quality of life blah blah whatever and then the second week just i fell into a slump and i just like stayed in bed all week long and it was just terrible it was bad i was like binge eating like a crazy person and it just was not good 
And so um, I had to take another two weeks off again. And this has been my first week. And so I'm trying to find a happy medium between the last two weeks because the first week I was like going around like a mad woman possessed, like making sure that I don't have any downtime. And then the second week I had too much downtime and it was like not good. And so I'm trying to find a happy medium to where I'm not wearing myself out and stressing myself out, um, but also not trying not to allow myself to stay in bed all day. Sure. And like I said, that those are the visible things I'm talking about. Uh, I think the term, the proper term is manic, right? Isn't that like, yeah. the, like the term for like the, the peaks and the valleys yeah. of, of <clears throat> anxiety and depression? So I don't see those manic, quote, episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I see you just being the Casey that I love. The being mm-hmm. that, I mean, I love you and your ups and downs, obviously. But like this is, when I think of you, this is the kind of Casey I think of. The one that is, that does see the best in everything. The one that is excited to wake up and go do things and and just do the things that you admittedly enjoy doing and make you feel better. You're doing them for the right reasons, not because you're trying to pull yourself out of a bad place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the reason I wanted to bring you on was to first, you know, number one, brag on you. But second off, I wanted to get your opinion on this because um, we've talked on here before. I am... I try to be the most supportive husband I possibly can. And every time that I get the chance, I like to read up on, you know, studies and I try to, you know, give Casey suggestions on books to read and stuff. Cause I don't understand it fully. I don't know what it's like, but I, I it's my duty as your husband to try and help you in any way that I can. Um, and I found this, ter- I, I've been using the wrong terminology. I always call it seasonal depression, mm-hmm. but that's not the correct term right so i found this um this study on the mayo clinic so disclaimer this is a published paper on the the mayo clinic.com or dot org excuse me um it's actually called seasonal affective disorder and it has a acronym that is perfect for it it's sad you know uh-huh. seasonal affective disorder it's not <laughs> intentional that's just that's what kinda, it, oh <laughs> what sad yeah, <laughs> so uh yeah and I'll, I'll read you this and i, I just want to get your opinion on it because like i said i haven't prompted you on this whatsoever uh so the overview is seasonal affective at the mayo clinic huh Ooh. and you're looking at stuff on the mayo clinic oh yeah i'm, I'm, a, I'm a nerd I'll sorry I'm, I'm a nerd sorry <laughs> Yeah, so a seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression that's related to the changes in seasons. SAD begins and ends about the same times every year, depending on which person. If you're like most people with SAD, your symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, sapping you of your energy and making you feel moody. Less often, SAD causes depression in the spring or the early summer. And then it goes into like treatments and whatnot. But um, one that I believe... You, I don't know if you've been diagnosed with it, but it kind of lends itself to what I was saying earlier. I feel like you are on the fall and winter spectrum, which uh, fall and winter SAD is, says symptoms specific to winter onset SAD is uh, they include oversleeping, appetite changes, especially craving for foods and high in carbohydrates, tiredness and low energy, weight gain. That's obviously those don't all apply to you, but like those are some of the things that you've told me, like that you feel. Yeah, and I'm like, it's so cool to me to see that this is like, well, maybe cool is not the right word, but like it, it's fascinating that mm-hmm. this is a legitimate thing. Like, yeah. I mean, this this is people are always like, oh, go outside, get your vitamin D, whatever. But it's, I mean, I'm looking at yeah. a Mayo Clinic published paper, yeah. like peer reviewed type thing right here. It's legit. And 
you know, on uh, conversely, spring and summer SAD is trouble sleeping, so insomnia, mm-hmm. poor appetite, weight loss, agitation, and anxiety, which is also kind of fascinating because I, I can see how that would come along with, especially in Texas, mm-hmm. it's so damn hot all the yeah. time. But, like, what are your thoughts on that? I've never talked to you about this. I think it's very real. Um, I don't have seasonal depression, but, um, or SAD, um, but I, like, I I have it all year round, but it's very much affected the way, like, a lot of my highs are the same that you can hear from this, and a lot of my lows are the same. Um, but they aren't just limited to, the like, the seasons, but it definitely is easier to be sad, tired, I don't even say sad, just, like, feel like the life's been sucked out of you whenever it's raining, whenever it's cold, you don't want to get out, get up and go outside and be around like people. You just kind of want to seclude yourself. Um, and that definitely still happens in the summer for me too. Um, but it's a lot, you have a lot more working against you secluding yourself whenever it's sunny and whenever it's sunshine and birds chirping. Yeah. And, yeah okay. And I get that. It's not that it like completely changes your brain, but it's, it's easier to stay inside and isolate yourself whenever it's cold and raining. Oh, yeah. As opposed to whenever it's sunshiny and weather feels good and everything like that. I will say that I can, whenever I went to school in Rhode Island, um, there was like six months in a row where it was just like gray. Like I've never seen the sky be gray like that. It was terrible. And I was seeing a counselor while I was up there and she honestly recommended that I go to a tanning bed because... Oh wow! Like as many like, and she's she's a she has her PhD in counseling, so I guess I should call her a doctor. But yeah, and that's um, but she literally told me that she was like, "Hey, let's." I know this sounds crazy because I have a PhD, but let's see if we can get you to tan like two times a week, so we can get some sort of vitamin D in your body. Like, and it was it honestly helped. Like, it's just it's crazy how much that does have a direct impact on your brain. And that's something I was reading on here too. It's a lot of the treatments that are recommended is called phototherapy mm-hmm. which is light therapy right. you know mm-hmm. like that that's nuts yeah i never knew that you did that mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense and th- isn't that crazy how your body can it's one thing to have a physical ailment like oh i broke my pinky you know you have to put a splint on it and let time heal it or mm-hmm. oh i've got a stomach ache you know drink some pepto-bismol whatever but something as simple as sunlight or ultraviolet rays mm-hmm. can kind of switch you around that that's just fascinating to me right. it's so it's no don't get me wrong i know I, I sound like a freaking nerd and like probably a little bit condescending coming from my end because i once again I've, i don't have any of this no, that it's maybe fascinating that, to me too. i say maybe that's why it's so fascinating to right me. but i just i thought it was cool just reading up on all of this and there is even underlying like i guess factors that could be like attributed to having SAD. I'm not quizzing you, but off the top of your head, do you do you know any of them? There's three right here, or something you could think of. Living in an area that doesn't get a lot of sunlight. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So you just we just talked about that, but yeah, that's on here. Live. Uh, mm. No, I guess I'm sorry. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I've just got them in front of me, and it was pretty crazy because it's uh, the three main ones are your biological clock, like uh-huh. your your circadian rhythm. Yep. So the reduced level of sunlight in the fall and winter can disrupt your body's internal clock Mm -hmm. like you you're 
if you do sleep, it's probably at different times or right. you might be waking up. It's not, you know, REM sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, and then the ne- next one was serotonin levels, oh, yeah. a drop in serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter. You know, it's uh, reduced sunlight can cause a drop in that, which is a proven trigger for depression. Well, that's like, it's already a side effect. It's not even a side effect. It's part of what you can diagnose a person's brain with as having depression because they don't produce enough serotonin. Sure. So for someone that is, you know, a diabetic and their pancreas can't produce enough insulin, well, for a diabetic that is already missing out on insulin and then something happens to make them produce half as much of what they used to produce whenever they're already in a shortage, it's like how, like it's, it it would send them to the freaking hospital. So you can only imagine what it does to a person to a person that has depression right. in their brain since they're already pumping out half of what everyone else has. Then we start pumping out half of what we normally do. Right, and that's where I come in on my end. Is I that's what you've taught me firsthand. Is mm-hmm. I was one of those people and still am, admittedly sometimes, obviously. But like, I never drew those like those linear like parallels to mm-hmm. neurological ailments Mm -hmm. like it's it is a quote brain and body disease Mm -hmm. it's not like something that you're sick you're not you know sneezing and coughing and whatnot but it is chemicals and and naturally produced things inside your body aren't firing at the right rates that's kind of but people don't think about it that way until you draw those parallels like you just said Mm -hmm. you know nobody gets it nobody makes a diabetic feel bad for needing insulin Mm -hmm. because it's you know your body can't survive without it right your body can't survive without serotonin or dopamine right um and i don't know i don't remember exactly which one's which but um serotonin and dopamine dopamine (laughs) (laughs) dopamine Dopamine. um those are your pleasure and um satisfaction receptors Mm -hmm. and so or not receptors chemical whatever you get what i'm saying so it's a lack of being able to be happy and it's a lack of being able to be satisfied essentially if you want to break it down that's not completely true but you get what i'm saying layman's terms yeah (laughs) and so and you also have to think that depression and anxiety and all these mental health or disorders they go on in your brain but your brain is the director of your entire body right and so you have to think like you talk about all these like physical ailments and stuff like that well you physical ailments are also a side effect of depression because you have to think like our brain isn't working the way a healthy brain works and so whenever that isn't being taken care of whenever that's you know kind of under attack the rest of our body goes under attack too because you have to think like our brain isn't functioning properly, so it's not functioning out all the things it's telling our body to do properly. Right. That's why you see an increase. Uh, sorry, I'm out of breath. That's why you see an increased level of like sickness. That's why you see an increased level of um, exhaustion. Because mm-hmm. our it's not even just a matter of like our own mental. Oh, our, we're going crazy in our brain, so it's exhausting. It's literally our entire body is lacking because our brain isn't working right. Right, and so it's it is exhausting because our brain is firing in overtime and it's neglecting other parts of our body are you are you firing in overtime right now because your face is getting red and you're out of breath i'm sorry i've got add and i'm trying to get it all out before i get distracted <laughs> no I, I, that's why i want you to come on here and do this it's it's cool to hear you talk about it and another thing that i was reading on here is uh like whenever i say the word melatonin almost everybody including myself thinks 
something you take to go to sleep, like a pill or a gummy or Melatonin's something. Melatonin's already in your body. That's, uh-huh. And you produce more of that mm-hmm. in the season, the, the darker seasons, mm-hmm. which is why you don't want to get out of bed. It's just, it's, it's so nuts. Like all these, all these intangibles that are connected mm-hmm. and it's, it's, I don't know. Like I said, I keep saying it over and over and over again, but it is fascinating to me to look into it because it's one thing to read it online. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to see it on TV, but whenever you, the person you care about has these things, it's... We can't really feel guilty for it though because like other disease processes are fascinating to me. Yeah. Like diabetes is fascinating to me. It's not something that I want to go around and right. politically incorrectly say oh i love diabetes yeah, no it's no, not like that no, but yeah. it is fascinating to see like how one thing affects the other in the body and x it, y and z there's nothing wrong with that and that's one thing that you told me that you're, you're like attracted to in myself like i am unapologetically i'm a nerd i love to learn like i i think the minute that you stop having that drive to learn and educate yourself it doesn't matter what the topic is it can be anything mm-hmm. It like the minute you stop having that, I feel like you just stop growing as a person. And I don't want to sound like some freaking spiritual life talker here at all, but like I just enjoy that. And you have opened up a whole new realm with with all of this to me. And I, I it's I try to consume as much as I can and be a sponge for obviously for you know myself if I mm-hmm. see myself going down a bad path or anything like that. But for you, it's just cool to kind of bounce ideas off of each other and show you these things that I find, and you tell me things you find and help you. It's all the people that have reached out to myself and you from these episodes, that's so cool that they can draw some sort of like a likeness to their own life. Mm-hmm. That, that I think that I don't want to speak for you, but I think that that is maybe the most satisfying thing about all of this is we're just talking like we do, even when there's not microphones in front of us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people out there seem to relate to what we're saying. You know, that we are a young couple. We are, you know, we, you just turned 20, the big two six. I'm paying for my own welcome insurance to, now. Welcome to the club. But yeah, it, I think that that kind of takes away some of the stigma. Like, oh God, I don't want to say. Well, no, that's something I always go back to, like in my own head. I haven't even told you this yet, but you said that like me and your dad kind of basically proved to you that anxiety is real. And so, and you can't be knocked for that because you don't have it. So it is something that you cannot see. It is not tangible. You cannot, you know, you can see someone with a broken arm and say, Hey, their arm's broken. Mine's not, but I believe you have one because you can see it. And mental health is, or mental health or lack thereof is not tangible. You, Mm -hmm. it literally is symptomatically based off of what that person is saying. Right. And so, um, it's hard for people that don't have it or have not experienced anyone around them that has it um, to fathom the idea of what they're saying and taking it as gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times people will, you know, think, oh, well, they're just sad. Oh, well, they just get can't, over it. Yeah. They can't get out of bed because they're lazy. Oh, well, they just don't have enough like will to concentrate. They right. don't, you know, like, and it's, I, it's hard because. I can understand why people would not, uh, I guess, like fathom it. I don't know. Cause I know that there's so many studies that 
studies out there that it's become more relevant that people there's no way that you can honestly sit back and not believe that it's real well think about even five six years ago the word depression was like yeah oh my god that person's gonna go you know kill themselves or or oh my what happened to you that's so bad like it was almost it was weird and and that's 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 like my biggest thing is that like it's not even necessarily just for like 100 i want to reach out to people that have these issues and like hey listen you're not the only one in the world that feels this like i know it seems very isolating and that's one of the big monsters that comes along with depression is Mm -hmm. you're the only person in the world that feels this way you suck you're a sad sack of shit Mm -hmm. like there's that (laughs) um and i like i want to reach out to people that do have these (laughs) problems and say hey you're not alone hey there are there is a light at every tunnel but at the same time i want to reach out to people that don't have these disorders that don't understand that can't um empathize the way that people with them can um but i want like the healthy mentally healthy people i guess to like understand a different side of things too like just to like brought like accept the possibility that hey maybe just because your brain doesn't do this it is not impossible that other brains do or x y and z like basically just try to give like both perspectives oh yeah and i sure and that lends itself to i i think that I think that being an empathetic and sympathetic person is some of the most admirable attributes anybody can have like in their repertoire. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I think that that is something that everyone needs because mm-hmm. like, regardless if you have depression or anxiety or mental illness or whatever it may be, the the fact that you can sit back, take yourself out of the situation and look at it from a different perspective and try to find empathy and sympathy for somebody else. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is a huge part in dealing with all this because I do think that these things we talk about aren't just a one person thing. I don't I don't for one second believe that. Right. And I think that people being under the people being under the impression that they are by themselves or alone is part of the problem. Right. It's and that's that's like I was saying it's it's part of the beast that is depression because even if you have 10 other people sitting around you telling you, listen, I know exactly what you're going through, your brain's still going to tell you, no, they don't. No one's ever felt this way in the entire world. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, it's just, it's a matter of just trying to like help and get that out there and like try to be, you know, a broken record in someone's head whenever their head is telling them these things. But I think that like to understand something that you can't, understand or try to understand something that you don't i mean i feel like that just speaks to someone's intelligence as a whole like okay if you don't i've never had surgery like a real intense hard surgery before and i have you know a friend family member whatever that is doing post-op recovery and it's they're like miserable well i can sit there and say oh well you put back together and you have pink painkillers now so like what's the problem here but like just trying to like understanding that you don't know everything and trying to be like being susceptible to i don't know basically trying to look something in the face and say that you don't get it and that's okay but just because you don't understand it just because you don't experience it doesn't make it any less um real real yeah for sure and i think you nailed it earlier when you said this because like my first interactions with anxiety was with my dad and anyone that knows kevin gilly there's a lot of words to describe him but Mm -hmm. cool is the other side of the pillow Mm -hmm. i mean dudes never met a stranger 
that's where I get my gift of gab from. I mean, that dude will talk to anyone for hours. I mean, everywhere we go, I can't take him anywhere. He makes yeah. best friends with everybody. He's just, he is the, he's the nicest person in the world. And he's just so outgoing and so people oriented and so laid back and doesn't have an enemy. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, just a people person to the core. And then to hear my mom tell me stories about him, like when they were dating, I mean, 20, 30 years ago, like how he would just shell up, you know, they'd be going on a date night or whatever and get ready and, you know, the whole nine yards all dressed up. And then he would just start smoking cigarettes and start getting in a cold sweat. And then his stomach would hurt and he would just feel like the walls are closing in on him and he he can't leave the house. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what that's because i've never seen that part of my dad Mm -hmm. and i do think that those people that are in like committed relationships kind of maybe somewhat reserve those type of reactions or or not reserve that's not the right word i think that they um if they feel an episode like that coming on they kind of remove themselves before people can see it yes so i think that him being so you know vulnerable with my mom Mm -hmm. which is what a spouse is for like I think that that's kind of what led him to understand like, whoa, this is real. You know, like this, like, cause if you were to tell me two people in my life that are like happy, outgoing in your face, people, person, love everyone, it's you and my dad. (laughs) Seriously. It's, it's you and my dad. And then y'all are also the ones that have, you know, this stuff going on in your brains and it's just, it's crazy. But this is not meant to be bad, like, or, or a negative podcast at all i was seriously just bringing you on here to brag about it and to brag about how much progress i've seen in you lately and i i just wanted to see if you could if it had anything to do with the vitamin d you know being outside and just sunshine because selfishly from my point of view and from others man like our friends are like thriving right now Mm -hmm. everyone is so happy and i'm sure it comes along with the corona crap too Mm -hmm. but like everyone is just happy to see each other and going out on the patio and drinking margaritas and mowing the lawn and you know i've got friends that are starting their businesses and mm-hmm. and well they always say they it's like known like without the bitter the sweet isn't as sweet mm-hmm. and so like i guarantee that has a lot to do with it like people are appreciative of things that they didn't appreciate before and sure. i feel like that's kind of a lot to do with like my mental health battle is like I have been good and I'm trying to ride this good train for as long as I can because I appreciate being in a good headspace more than I feel like people that don't go through what I go through because I know how bad it can be and so whenever I'm like okay and I'm you know it's not even that I'm like manically happy or anything I'm just I'm just run that baseline wave right now and i i appreciate that so much more than just an average person would because i know how bad i can be right if that makes sense definitely and i i think that you and i have done a pretty good job of surrounding ourselves with like-minded and positive people not to say that we ever didn't before i just think that i make a more cognitive effort to be around people that are just like happy you know, like that essentially. are essentially, yeah. yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with people that aren't happy. I mean, I got, it's I'm not saying everybody has to be bubbly and stuff, but the interactions that we've had recently 
it, a lot recently, even dating back to like Autumn's birthday, which was a month ago almost. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just nice to see people being communal and, and being like friends and, and supportive. And like, I, I scream that from the rooftops, you know, I, I try to, I think support is such a big thing mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be supporting their business. It can be just supporting their relationships, supporting yeah. their jobs, supporting the fact that they're trying to go on a diet, whatever yeah. it may be. I think that support is, is super like pivotal and being happy. I think, I think, that I personally, I draw a lot of happiness and just joy from uplifting other people. Um, I'm not perfect. Fuck up all the time. Mm-hmm. But like, I enjoy telling people, Hey, you're doing a good job. Hey man, I'm proud of yeah, you. Hey, doubt. Hey, kill it. Like you, you do you, whatever you're doing. Keep doing, don't listen to the haters. Like just only positive. I just try to send out positive vibes as much as I can, because number one, it feels great to have that reciprocated. Who doesn't like to be told her you know what i mean and and you made me believe that a lot too is how much like a simple hey just so you know thinking about you hope you have a good day hey just so you know i saw your post on facebook that's awesome that you're doing this hey just so you know i i uh whatever saw your car parked outside of the gym and i wanted to tell you hell yeah keep getting it like those little bitty things that you may subconsciously think aren't a big deal they they may mean more than you know an entire like the person's entire like trajectory of their week right and (laughs) the the drinking and thinking podcast i just posted and so it cracks me up about people like that like the negative minded just like Mm -hmm. what the oh they just and that's that's something too though like i kind of want to put a pin in though because i it's not it's not easy to be happy all the time like in especially speaking on this mental health thing, like I'm I'm the last person that's going to sit there and say that I'm happy all the time. And it's not like we've been, like, if you're negative, you can't sit with us. It's not oh, like yeah, that at all. Oh, yeah, for sure. I didn't we mean just, to come off that way no, at no, all. No, 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 no. I don't think you did. I just, I, I, to clear that up before the question's even brought up, like, it's not about, like, you have to be this positive poly all the time, but, like, even if you're in, like, this negative, like, down state or whatever just giving a compliment to somebody else will probably more likely bring yourself up too like yeah whenever you set the standard of the playing field as a positive one like you you rise to that too yeah and i think you reap what you sow right you know what i mean and i maybe i maybe i misspoke because there is a there is a definite finite line between positive and negative like you can be neutral like if someone's in a bad mood and they're just like kind of keeping it themselves that's mm-hmm. one thing but i'm talking about the people that are like just screw you just bleh. like yeah just sour you yeah. know what i mean like those are i don't know it, but sour whatever people hey so i mean people have their days that's that's no big deal everybody has them but i feel like personally you and i our home life everything i've just really wanted to brag on you i just feel like you've been doing good things and i'm very <laughs> proud of you and and it's inspiring to me because i have yes on record i've been a bit of a negative nancy lately because in texas it's already in the 90s and our 90 degrees is a lot different i guarantee you it's different from wherever you're from it's hotter than saying it is outside right now ridiculous and I, i work outside and i'm like Oh my God, it's it's already killing me. So I, I I've been a little bit of a sour puss these last couple of days, but you've cranked it into high gear on your end, which has made me so much more appreciative. And I've been 
like Ooh. i've been like man why am i in such a like what do i have to be upset about that it's hot and i'm sweating and whatever i have a job i have a job to go to i've got water in the cooler like i'm i, I I love this. There's a guy named Seth Ferrosi. He's a IFBB pro. <laughs> I love him with all my heart. He's the most vulgar human being of all time, but man, he just freaking resonates with me. I love and the shit that you say he, that he said yes, that you tell me about. So it's with me too. What I'm about to say is he always, he always harps on that because he came from nothing. And he's like, man, they have a, they have a saying, uh, you know, explicit content coming in, but like <laughs> HWMF hardworking motherfucker. Like mm-hmm. I love that. And he's always like, man, you don't have problems. You just got more work to do. Oh, that, that shit fires me. Dude, he, I love that. And this is coming from a dude who's a blue collar. Like he was a professional bodybuilder that legitimately had nothing. His, his wife was, uh, you know, his first wife, they got divorced, uh, had two kids. She had substance abuse, abuse problems. He got full custody of the, of two little girls. And like, he seriously had, he invested like his only, I think it was like $2,000 combined with his business partner Mm -hmm. to start this brand uh if you're listening to this it's axe and sledge supplements Mm -hmm. and then all american roughneck which is their uh apparel brand man these dudes are just him and his uh his he calls him his heterosexual life mate because they're best friends (laughs) uh bob Uh, oh dude they're the they're the best like they just i i listen to their stuff all the time because he uploads youtube videos of him he's jacked out of his mind like i said professional bodybuilder but he's an entrepreneur he's an average joe that just happened to make it and he drinks whiskey and he i'm just Mm -hmm. like god just my dude right there man i love him so much but yeah like i love that slogan you know you don't got problems. You just got more work to do. I love that. Ugh. It's a completely different perspective. And it's like, it it's, it is empowering. Is what I'm trying. I don't want to say motivating or inspirational. It's empowering. It's like, hey, yeah, this sucks. Hey, yeah, sure. You have a lot more odds stacked against you than everyone else. Are you going to sit there and cry about it? No. Don't right. feel sorry for yourself. Just get on the grindstone. Like, it, you're going to be fine. Right. For sure. I, I think the, the parallels I was trying to draw here are like, we're just talking on our, our our behalf, you know. You've got anxiety, depression. I'm you. I'm your husband that sees you deal with that, and it's hard. That that's our account. But this dude mm-hmm. that I have, I've never met Seth Ferrosi in my life. He lives in Western Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. you know. But I'll hear his stuff, and I draw like parallels to yeah. that. It's it's crazy. He and then you like oh you you ain't got problems. You just got more work to do. Like you said, those days where you admittedly are like ah oh, just. You know, I'm kind of down in the dumps today. I don't really like, man, he had a freaking wife that was doing crazy things with drugs and he was left alone with two little girls. He's a professional bodybuilder, no money in his pocket and he makes it like, I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool just to see like somebody that had every reason to throw in the towel and be upset and hate Mm -hmm. the world and be a nasty person just takes that freaking negative energy, balls it up and just turns it around and just, just does it the right way i mean i think that all of us do i mean mental health or not i mean mental illnesses or not like everyone has problems like big hard problems like no one's life is cookie cutter easy no matter what it looks like on the outside and it's just it is literally a choice like okay is it harder for me to get out of bed some mornings than it is for other people sure yeah um but other people might have might who knows like everyone has problems is basically what i'm getting at and it doesn't matter if you have a mental illness to like yeah to 
I'm not going to say to hide behind. I don't mean it like that, but like. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. But everyone does. No matter what their story is, they have stuff they're fighting every single day. Like every person does. And so it's just important to make sure that you remember that the fight is in your hands and you do have the power to take control of your situation, no matter how impossible it seems. Absolutely. So one of the things that we talked about earlier that you have been doing uh, recently and kind of drawn a lot of benefits from, obviously always, but more particularly recently, is the gym. Um, and want to take a special second here to shout out my my friend Corey Ross, who has been letting us uh, utilize his home gym, which is freaking sick. Dope. And uh, I, I didn't realize how much I benefit from exercising in like an outdoor atmosphere because mm-hmm. I've never had that. Uh, I've said it on many podcasts. I worked at a gym for eight years, managed it for five years. Like that's an indoor facility, which is great. I mean, oh my gosh, the amount of equipment and, and camaraderie and you know climate control and all that's great. Mm-hmm. But I've never had what I've been having you know forced to use right. lately. Thank goodness Corey was you know nice enough and. We did pay him, by the way, being yes. support, like I said, yes. you know, so uh, he let us use his house or whatever, but I've never had that, you know, just being out in the sunshine, like throwing weights around, getting on the rower, sweating and not, not like worrying about the 40, 50 other people next to you. Like, right. oh my God, did this person wipe down their machine? Right. Why is so-and-so staring at me? Like, it's just like the weird stuff that you get from the gym, yeah. that, that weird dynamic. I didn't realize how much I enjoy that. And I think that 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 was a good switch up for myself coming from somebody that I need the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder. I'm not trying to, you know, compete in CrossFit or anything like that. I just, and I enjoy working out for myself, mental clarity. It's an hour just to get everything out of my head and just be an idiot and do mindless labor. Just, idiot. just, just me pick this up, me put this back down. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I enjoy that. And then, you know, whatever, it's just something that I personally need and you've been killing it lately too. And now <laughs> the gyms are open mm-hmm. with an asterisk next to it. And I've had this weird dynamic with it because it's, what is it? couple days it's been open three or four already and where we're at in texas it's the state mandate that we have to wear fully fingered gloves like an actual like a baseball batting glove or a wide receiver's glove gardening gloves yeah and i work outside so i have you know like a mechanic gloves oh my god you don't realize how much your first instinct when you start sweating in gloves is to take them off Uh and it's just uncomfortable and you have to do an entire workout with those on and you know first world problems obviously right but oh my god i'd rather have the gym open and wear gloves than have it closed oh my god yeah no joke and i'm like it's it's cool because people are getting clearly they're understanding what's going on is not a uh, fluke like Mm -hmm. this is this was real and they're being very respectful they're Mm -hmm. mindful of people's surroundings they're washing their hands the gym staff can't say enough good things about them they oh, are yeah, they're always cleaning oh they're freaking on it they, they they have been phenomenal so it makes you feel safe but it's just kind of weird like a weird dynamic i guess yeah. coming off of such a positive thing that i wasn't used to yeah and back into like almost like the i don't want to say monotony but kind of back to the old grind yeah. but um you know i'll never take the gym for granted ever again i'll tell you that much it was just it's like 
different and fun to work out in Corey's garage because like you were going and like using his equipment and stuff like that and then me and a couple of my girlfriends would go over there and he would do like boot camp style workouts for us and um he's a personal trainer so he'd have it like all these workouts and everything set up on the board and he would have the garage door open and you know sometimes we'd get on the rower machine he'd put that outside or the bike he'd put that outside or he would have us running outside or whatever but like it just it was so it's so much fun because it's so different and it's like you're not competing with each other but it's like everyone is dependent upon the other person finishing and so it's like everyone's kind of cheering each other on and you get that like sense of team bonding Mm -hmm. and stuff that you i haven't had in years um and so that's been like fun and you know and i think that so i don't want to get in trouble here but there is a certain uh brand that is known for being the outdoor like boot camp style workouts y'all know who i'm talking about but i'm not gonna get in trouble by saying their name i've always made fun of them i'm like why in the why do you need to meet up in a park or a freaking parking lot somewhere and have somebody yelling at you to do stuff you could do in a regular gym or in your own garage and then I go do like now my own, why. well, I'm doing my own version of that. I don't need somebody. I know what I'm doing, yeah. but just like that atmosphere, just like, oh, this is, yeah. this is cool. Like it's almost like a, like a kid at recess. Yeah. Like, Ooh, I'm working out. Yeah, in, toys to play yeah, with. I'm working out in the world instead in of in the, the gym, world. you know? So I, I got to eat my words on that one, I guess. Cause I can definitely see the appeal now. Yeah. It's, I'm inside the gym looking out the windows like, man, I want to do that out there. Yeah. But Remember yeah. that time that we were throwing uh, weighted balls around outside? Dude, I, that's one thing that it does suck. I hate cardio as is, but like in in the heat like that, there's nowhere to hide. You're sweating profusely. Shit, you saw me yesterday when I came home and I was like about to die. I was about to keel over and I just... Know. Ugh. For sure. And we've been uh, somewhat recently, whatever, a couple weeks, been making a more cognizant effort to try to eat healthier mm-hmm. uh obviously when the weekends roll around we're normal human beings mm-hmm. i ain't trying to step on a bodybuilding stage or anything like that neither are you but it was weird because i keep telling every like you and Corey and everybody like i think that i am the most like healthy i've ever been right now oh, in no the doubt. midst of all this crap and I, i'm not talking about from a physique standpoint i look fairly much the same but like i feel better like mm-hmm. i doing those workouts outside in a different atmosphere forced me to with a lack of equipment right forced me to change the way that i work out because yeah. everyone, everyone gets stagnant everyone gets in their same routine and it forced me out of that mm-hmm. and i'm like man i really i'm really feeling good and then the corona crap was going on and everyone around me sick and i'm like i think subconsciously i started making better decisions because health is a right. skewed term you don't health doesn't mean broccoli and asparagus and water all day it just means not going to taco bell for every meal right. maybe trying to run every now and then instead of just lift weights like yeah. tr- taking care of your heart taking yeah. care of your body taking care of yourself i've made it very very important i put it in the forefront of my mind to eat like fresh fruit to um instead of going for let me put a pin in that because I'm the kind of dude I very, very easily could eat steak and burgers and beer and whiskey every day. And potatoes. And be, yeah, and potatoes <laughs> and, in, in any form. Yeah. Baked, twice baked. 
Fried. Hash browns, mashed, <laughs> diced, fried, you name it. If it's a potato, I'm in. But like, I'm that guy. Like, that's just, it's just, that, that's what I like. I, and that's why you like me because I'm a potato. <laughs> yeah. But, but I've like, I've, I've forced myself out of that. I am making myself e- eat these things that I wouldn't necessarily uh, draw. T- like, you wouldn't I w- necessarily choose. Right. I mean, if they're there, I'll eat them. But like, I'm not going to willingly be like, I want flavorless ground turkey for right. dinner with vegetables but once you break into that cycle and start doing it i feel better right. and that's coming from somebody who works out religiously and gets a good night's sleep and i take care of myself pretty well and even making small improvements on my decently healthy lifestyle i can tell a change mm-hmm. and that's what i was kind of what speaks to like what i was saying earlier is i see people around us doing that too mm-hmm. like I see dudes at the gym that are big guys that are known for, you know, oh, me bench press heavy, me deadlift. They're out there running and mm-hmm. have a weighted vest on and are getting on the Stairmaster. I'm like, just, yeah, man, yeah. Like, just firing me up, man. Like, I love it. And uh, you and Yvonne and Autumn, y'all been killing it. I've seen y'all going in there all the time and, like, trying to keep up with somewhat of a normal routine, even though that all sense of normalcy was thrown out the window. Right. Well, and that's what one thing that like really doing like the boot camp style workouts, I never do that. Like I never, I'll either, I'm either lifting weights or I'm doing cardio. I don't do them both at the same time ever. Like right. I could go on the Stairmaster for an hour or I could go lift weights for an hour, but don't ask me to lift weights with few rest or few um, rest times and blah, blah, right. blah. And so whenever we've been at Corey's, it's been 100% like high intensity weightlifting boot camp style classes and so that's really like opened my mind or opened my eyes to like how much more i do need this type of yeah like workout i guess because it makes it's made me feel so much better too yeah it's like a different stimulus it's right it's uh i always go back to that old saying like there's no right way to work out mm-hmm. there's definitely a wrong way there's right. no right way how can you look me in the face and tell me that a power lifter isn't you know, somewhat healthy. How, right. the, how can you look me in the face and say that a bodybuilder isn't or a physique competitor or mm-hmm. a marathon runner? Like they're all healthy in their own ways. So I think being forced into a diff- utilizing different stimulus and different mm-hmm. like workout apparatuses, like a treadmill is a hell of a lot different than running on concrete. Right. And a stairmaster is a hell of a lot different than running stairs at a stadium. You know, oh. like there, there's, it's different. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, I love it, and I'm I'm kind of excited because it's that time of year, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the, the whole COVID thing kind of set us back mentally. Like, oh well, once this is over, it'll be then I'll kick it into high gear. Right. Um, that should have happened months ago because it's swimsuit I mean, season's here. Oh, it is here, full effect. Yeah. Like, man, we're coming up on Memorial Day weekend. Like, yeah. I'm I'm well, I don't know and what I'm gonna, I don't know not... what I'm going to post this, but <laughs> this is before Memorial Day weekend right now. Yeah, but. bathing suits are not exactly forgiving. So. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm excited I'm ex- for summer and water and you put me Sun. in anything with water, ocean, lake, river, pool, beach, bed of a truck with water in it. Like I'm, I'm all over that, mm-hmm. man. Like that is just my, that is my cup of tea. I was raised that way. Like the lake is summertime. The pool is summertime. Mm-hmm. The ocean is summertime. That is, I don't know if I'll ever be able to leave 
Texas or a hot weather state because I just I crave yeah. sunshine. I crave it. Like yeah. I I don't function well in the cold. I hate it. I don't either. So it is not my friend. Right. Well, we've covered a lot today, and I hope that everybody listening has like gathered and taken something away from this. Uh, I just really wanted to tell you that I'm very proud of you. Mm. You're doing great things, and I hope that everything you've been doing up to this point it will continue on if if you could reach out to anybody right now that is maybe on the opposite end of the spectrum from what we're saying maybe somebody that has the different seasonal depression like in this form like the the spring and the summer mm-hmm. what would you tell somebody that is uh maybe looking for a word of advice um it goes back to what I said last time on the last podcast. And I just, I always stick true to this. Like my very first one is just to be a lot more gentle with yourself. Um, I know from personal experience, the hardest person against me is me. And so whenever you're in a bad place, the best thing I can say is just be nice to yourself or be a little more gentle. Cause it's, it's easy to sit there and harp on yourself and tell yourself all the things that you're not doing right and all the things you're bad at and the world hates you and blah, blah, blah. Um, Just be nicer to yourself is my number one. Um, And number two, I would just really try to um, find and cling to a support system, whether it's, you know, your significant other, whether it's your friends, whether it's your family, like just especially whenever you're having a hard time and you're just down and out and you can't you can't really climb out on your own i promise you that there will be people there will be people around you that will help carry you out whenever you can't do it for yourself so be well, nice to yourself and ask for you know just just text someone to be like hey can you tell me that you love me can you tell me that i'm your friend okay okay good you, thanks you do that to me all the time can you tell me i don't suck <laughs> okay but yeah, I think those are those are great words of advice, and um, I will cl- we'll close this episode out like we do all the mental health episodes. Casey and I, just like we said at the beginning, we're not professionals. We're just talking about our behalf. I am just the support system, and I never claim to be the one that has any of this. This is all Casey's thing, but it's just an outlet that we both enjoy uh, to kind of put the thoughts and feelings out into the world. So um, close it out just like we have every one of the other mental health episodes. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, We enjoy doing these, and the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. Keep providing it, too. We like to know if y'all like what we're saying, if y'all have more questions, or if y'all like want us to touch on more parts or less parts or whatever. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And I think that goes with you know rated jg as a whole you know casey stops by here and does her thing and i'm obviously here all the time but these things are more fun when they're interactive like Mm -hmm. it's it's uh i'm fortunate enough that my voice hasn't fallen on deaf ears um (laughs) you guys have been blowing me up lately and i love it I, i really do and i'm so sorry if i haven't gotten back to everybody that's messaging me on social medias or whatnot but it's cool you know i i've we never or I never expected to have any sort of audience like this. So I, I very much appreciate every single one of you. And especially on a special topic like this, I know that some of these episodes, they aren't for everybody. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. And I know they have a little bit more of a serious tone to them, but you know what? I'm 
sorry that that's just this is something that we enjoy doing um so if one person listens to this and gets something out of it or ten thousand, mm-hmm. you know that, that that's awesome so our our inboxes are always open both of us both casey and myself if you need somebody to talk to or you gotta you need a word of advice or just an uplifting message we're always here we're normal people just like you so uh once again thank you all for stopping by for another mental health episode of just in case